0: gentlemen boys and girls children of old ages black hole media proudly presents to you the future pod- ke- podcasting tag team champions of the world the higher boy chris haig the crushinator emma platt north by nerd west <laughs>
1: Hi. i love everything about that <laughs>
0: that was a wrestling reference
1: <laughs> if, if you've I'm gonna say, if you've seen our Twitter then you know it's just suddenly become like like RuPaul's <laughs> drag race and Twitter like um, wrestling things.
0: If there was an episodes so. of like RuPaul's Drag Race in the early seasons where they do wrestle.
1: Oh uh, okay. Awesome. I'm intrigued now. Um Hi but, oh, yeah everyone! We, so here we are. <laughs> <laughs> <Hi>. Hello. <laughs> Hello Good evening Um Yeah, in case this is the first episode we tuned in. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty much part for the course. So I'm Chris Haig, that's Emma Platt. This is North by Nerd West. Um, usual tagline, two nerds, one pod zero filter. Um yeah. And tonight we are talking about all things Netflix original. Uh, one thing I do want to get off my chest though, and it's something that I've already told Emma that I'm gonna be talking about, is how Emma has accidentally ruined my life by introducing me to RuPaul's drag race.
0: Hang on. Ruined your life or enhanced your life? It-
1: Well, technically both, but (laughs) it's rude because this is all I've done in the past (laughs) week that hasn't been work or uni exams, which finished today. I was there just like, I I need to catch up. I need to catch up (laughs) on season nine. And I'm watching them out of complete order. Like, I'm not going to be one of these people who sits through... Oh, you know, Series 3's shit Or Series is shit, but Season 6 is really Like, no, I can't be asked for that I'm going to do it season by season <laughs> And I basically, because I told you that I watched Like, half the first episode of Series 9 Because it had Lady Gaga in it, and I'm a big Lady Gaga fan And then didn't bother for, like, a few weeks And then randomly, I just started watching it And I was just like Okay, well it'd be rude not to watch the next episode <laughs> And then I was just like Like genuinely at work, um, when it was completely empty in the office on my lunch break, I just sat and I just watched it on Netflix in the office, (laughs) and I was there just like you know, like there's so there's so much to unpack, and I'm basically in love with several of the several of the queens, particularly Miss Bianca Del Rio. I love her. I know she's like the meanest person, and I love that. I I (laughs) I genuinely love it. She's what
0: I aspire to be.
1: Yeah. yeah, so I'm basically pushing for potentially a drag race episode <gasps> at some point. Yes, um, yes do Mama. Want to more episodes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Is that Chante? You stay. Is that
0: cultural appropriation? If I do that, um, is this a, I mean, I think I, 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 that's a genuine I, question. Like, because I, yeah. I, I don't talk like that all the time, but I do say things like that. But um, is that cultural appropriation?
1: Well. I think it's just because it's a catchphrase from a show. I don't think it's, like, the worst thing, because it, if it was, like, something that you were, like, using long-term or that you were claiming to be yours, and it's not offensive, I don't think. But, to, yeah, that's actually a good question. If anyone has, like, any thoughts about that, then just drop us a line or an email and we will, you know, because consider it. But we've said more offensive shit. Yeah, that's already. true.
0: But I'm a big supporter of the gay community. And consider myself an yep. ally, so I would hate to think I was doing anything offensive. Genuinely, everyone else can yeah. everyone else can fuck off, but <laughs> I, you know, I, I do. I do. The gay community has a special place in my heart. And I love
1: that you just you just like the LGBTQ community. I they have my heart. Everyone else can go fucking no. <laughs> up. Just fuck off. <laughs>
0: that is well. That that's me down to tea. So anyway, season nine. <laughs> Who's your favourite to win?
1: I don't. I've literally finished watching it today up until because I haven't seen the reunion one because it's not on UK Netflix, so I don't know if it will be. And where they, although apparently Valentina frigging miscongeniality, and I'm like, no, she deserves a Miss. Should have been out in week three. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of like. I, I'm not a big Trinity fan. Not for any particular reason. I just not a big fan, but I quite like. I, quite, I, I like the other three, so I quite like Peppermint.
0: I don't I don't think Peppermint's going to win.
1: No, no I, I like her, but yeah, I don't I think, think she's going to win. I, I think... Shay.
0: Shay? Shay? I think Sasha is probably being the strongest throughout, but, for, mm. but I think Trinity really wants her. I don't know. I can see, like, there's, yeah. like, a fire in Trinity. So, but it's it's very close between Sasha, Shay, and Trinity, I think. I think either one of them could easily... It's not like um, in past years when like um like with bianca yeah like fucking hell like she she was walking that and like even in like season (laughs) she did she walked that she didn't lip sync she was strong throughout she walked it but i I think it's it's really close this year but i don't like the new format i don't know if it's because it's going to vh1 because there's no there's no mini challenge there's hardly any pit crew. They don't. The oh, I just don't know. They didn't do the tic tac lunch with Mamaru. There was no fake slap. I like the mini challenges.
1: Ah, I'm gonna say I've this is the only season I've ever actually sat and it's... watched the whole thing, so I don't have a real comparison thing. Mm. Um, I do quite. Like, I I do quite like what I've seen in season nine in terms of like. Because I loved the Kardashian musical, Ugh. I thought that was fucking hilarious, and I'm like, I would, I would probably buy the soundtrack for that. If It was like a proper full-on take. I think
0: the strongest seasons are definitely four and five, four and five. Ooh. I mean, four actually, four, five, and six. Six was when Bianca. Yeah. They like the. They are the best ones. Eight was really good. Seven was a bit. Mm. But we got Katia, Trixie, and Ginger Minj out of it. And they're like, Ugh. watch, <laughs> like, once you've watched season, just go watch, go on to World of Wonder on YouTube, right? subscribe to it, and watch all the episodes of, uh, with Trixie and Katia and then get back to me. If you think I've ruined your life now, wait. <laughs> okay. okay. That's, a, that's oh, your homework. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I've only ever watched the, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically like these little ones with... Bianca and I watched them yesterday, and it's basically where she gives like little two, three minute readings. Uh, so it was like Alyssa Edwards, Michelle Visage, who I have mixed feelings about. I, Michelle Visage, I, uh, I, don't know.
0: I think she she's very much playing a character.
1: Yeah, I don't yeah.
0: like. I like the way every year her boobs get bigger and her hair gets bigger. Uh, no, I, I,
1: it's, it's 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 to balance it out. I
0: appreciate that in a woman. Yeah, the bigger. Up. The hair, the um, closer to God.
1: That is true. That's why um, my hair's so flat. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, Oh, God, we're actually talking about Netflix Originals, <laughs> although to be fair, you can catch all RuPaul on Netflix, so it is a little link mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so for the purpose of kind of this podcast, we're not going to be talking about any of the oh. Marvel shows mm-hmm. um, because I think they're kind of their own That they're, they're, they're their own thing and you could easily spend like a full hour talking about those shows, so we're just going to focus on kind of the other content there, um, and I think it's quite timely because it's only been in the past. What was it week that uh, the new series of or- series of yes. oranges, and the new Blacks come out?
0: Oh, right. So I'm going to talk about oranges, new black.
1: <laughs>
0: right. So my friend Laura introduced me and my best friend Lucy. Hey, Lucy, I miss you. I love you. She's in Scotland. She lives in Scotland. She's in Scotland with her girlfriend. The girlfriend stole it away from me. Anyway, so she introduced me and Lucy to it. And I think I binge watched all of season one in about a day. And then we were obsessed from there. (laughs) She like, whenever she gets drunk, we start singing to each other. Chocolate and vanilla swirl. Or or she'll quote Crazy Eyes poem to Piper. My love for you is like a yellow grape. And she calls me dandelion hey dandelion and when we're drunk and when we're not drunk we do the dance that piper and alex do to milkshake in the prison because
1: we're oh yes so anyway
0: that's that's a bit about mine and lucy's relationship (laughs) um (laughs) but i was hooked immediately because i mean i think in the first two minutes there's like a lesbian sex scene and i was like oh Oh! Oh, okay like i was not expecting that (laughs) i was like oh okay right Right, okay it hooked me in straight away and what i really like about it is that piper's like she's the main character in season one and that gradually dissipates because she's not a very likable character she, but she's but she's very flawed no. she's very human she makes a lot of mistakes but they've built up this fabulous cast around her um samia wiley who plays pusai is excellent kate Mulgrew, who is red, and also was Captain, Captain Janeway. Captain, Captain Janeway? Captain Catherine Janeway from Star Trek Voyager. Captain, Captain. Captain, Captain. Um, yeah, the, the, the cast, Levine Cox is in it, Sophia Besset The cast is so strong around. And then, you've, so you've got all these mm. stories. And so the first season was about Piper adjusting and the thing about it as well is that your feelings change for characters like uh, Doggett or Penta Tucky, as she's known.
1: Oh yeah, she
0: is like a little, leave a little Satan in the fit. <laughs> but now, like I'm, I'm only six episodes into the new series because, like, just to put up my dad had a heart attack two weeks ago, and which was fucking selfish because I, I was going to see Wonder Woman that day.
1: Holy like
0: I was I was gonna see when they after not have to work and then I got a phone call at, like 2 o'clock my dad has a heart sack and I just I've been telling him like he's really fucking selfish so I have to like help my mum look after my dad and stuff and I don't have a lot of time for Netflix which once again is selfish on my father's part
1: oh my god I'm actually speechless isn't um. he selfish <laughs> I, I, oh, uh, I, yeah. so anyway <laughs> yeah, no, I've had
0: other things going on unfortunately my dad he's, he's, he's doing it better now I mean he didn't die He's, he's in the next room. Selfish. Selfish. Anyway, so... <laughs> I'm only joking when I say you're selfish, by the way. Like, I'm not being yeah. serious. Anyone thinks I'm being genuinely... Like, I still haven't seen Wonder Woman. And Just in going, case we start getting tweets, but, like, you know, going, oh my god. I'm, not, I'm joking.
1: <laughs>
0: I'm being comedic. I've only seen... I'm only six episodes in. And this... Yeah. So, it's... Oh, right. I'm only six episodes in. So, there won't be any spoilers from me, because I don't, genuinely don't know any spoilers. But... Lucy's finished it and Lucy said it was intense which I believe her season 2 was fucking brilliant and it introduced one of those characters like Joffrey and uh, Ramsey Ramsey Bolton who you want to reach through the screen and rip their throws out and that was V oh uh, mm. she corrupted little innocent Suzanne and then like she turned tasty against Puse and it was just it was just horrific and but they built up these characters who were so real and so flawed and so different and they're not you know there's you there's not stereotyping I wouldn't say going on. Do you know what I mean? It's not
1: Yeah It's yeah.
0: not Yes, there's there's lesbian sex scenes in it. But and they are graphic, but I wouldn't say they were gratuitous. And everything's done for a point and it shows, especially in the later series between um Poussey and Soso, how sweet and tender their lovers mm. if you juxtapose that against some of the violent sex scenes between Alex and Piper you know you get this kind of balance you get this like real life and the flashbacks are so like captivating it's, and it's not always this is what this person did to get into prison it's like like with Nikki when she you show how like you know a mum tried to help her and all that kind of thing you get a real sense of who they are and how they ended up in this place not just through the crimes they committed but through you know personal circumstance and it's so it can break your heart sometimes like obviously the ending of last season
1: oh, oh God, I
0: yeah. I just I was waiting for my friends to finish it so I could cry because she was genuinely one of my favourite characters and the way Tasty yeah. screams for her and even now going to see where I'm up to it's still because this season is set over 72 hours the whole thing so it's still very raw and seeing Tasty cry it's it's really heartbreaking and what it, when there was an earlier season where Nikki got caught with heroin that she was trying to smuggle out to sell with uh, the maintenance guy whose name I can't remember. And she gets caught, and he says it was her, and he takes down to Max, and Red screaming, let me speak to her, I'm her mother.
1: Mm. Uh, oh, God, yeah.
0: Oh, and, then, because, and then that goes back to an earlier season where Trish, who died because of drugs, and Red had kicked her out of the family, and she was, like, saying... I try to help Nikki because I feel responsible for the fact that Trisha died, and it you get it's like it's not just a sense of family. You get the whole there's a lot of like talk about like the racial divide in prison, how the poor are treated, mm. you know the way the prison system is in America. There's a lot of depth to, to it, but there's also a kind of, also a I want to know what happens to these people. I care about these people. Do you know?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I. I, I I've watched the show. I mean, I'm still a couple episodes away from the end of series three because I tend to watch it kind of a season behind everyone else. Um and it's one of it's one of those weird shows where I won't watch it for ages and then once I start watching one I have to watch like mm. five in a row. Um so yeah, I when I heard what happened at the end of series four, because she was probably my favourite character, I just was like, I I I don't think I'll I'll be ready for this and maybe at some point I will be so I do still check in on what's happening with the show and everything else but it's just, it's it's so sad what happened basically but yeah, I you know, I, I agree I think what I love is that I mean, first of all, you have these kind of mix of you know, not just female characters but overall a fantastic mix of actors and characters um, all the characters are quite even if they're not super fleshed out there's enough kind of nuance there, or enough subtlety that you think, oh yeah, these are actually just like that that they're real people. They're not like superhuman you know, good guys or bad guys. Everybody's, you know, completely grey in the middle. Um, but I also quite like how this was one of the first shows to really embrace the kind of diversity that TV could have. Because you've got to think, up until, say... Oh, I don't know. I mean, you know, b- well before Orange is the New Black or shows like it, um, a show set in a woman's prison, it w- cast would have been easily like ninety percent white. Well, and I get there well, was Bad uh, Girls on sorry, ITV,
0: wasn't that? And Prisoner, I think it's Prisoner on Cell Block H. Yeah. And isn't the one called Wentworth as well? But I haven't watched that, so I can't really compare it.
1: Yeah, and that's I think it it's is Australian well, Bad Girls was ninety kind percent of white yeah.
0: as far as I remember.
1: Yeah, I remember one black character, and that was it. Um, and she was very much like a, a stereotype so it wasn't great um, but yeah I, I love the fact that because it is so diverse and everything and you're completely right in series 1 it's basically like pi- Piper's your surrogate into this world Yeah, and you think oh, okay so technically she's the lead and we're going to be following it and then the minute you start seeing all these other characters you start to like get more involved in them so like in series 2 I, I did not give a shit about Piper and Alex in series two, I'm really oh God, sorry. No. I was way more interested in in the V storyline, in like you know, like the, even like you know Rosa. Oh, I loved you know her yeah. storyline in series two. The tasty pousse Oh, by I love that poussé axonadouar. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I still, I, I still love that. That's <laughs> amazing. Um, but yeah, I just think it's. From what I can tell, it's pretty solid writing. It does have fantastic representation, kind of, not just racially, but for, you know, LGBTQ people, it's pretty good. It gave us Laverne Cox, who is basically not human. In like, she's practically part angel at this point. She is amazing. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really liked her storyline. I just. It was just. She was accepted. Not by everyone. Do you know what I mean? In the prison. And then when you saw her Jenny, And I loved the relationship with her wife. Mm-hmm. I loved that relationship with Crystal. I really do. I liked uh, Sophia's relationship with Crystal. It wasn't just that Crystal was like, No, God, you're transgender. How dare you? Like, Argh. this, Crystal was very supportive and nurturing and loving. And it was really nice to see that um, portrayed. And it's got a lot of praise. I mean, I didn't particularly enjoy season... I think it was season three? I can't really remember what happened in it. <laughs> that shows you how much I like. <laughs> I think yeah, it was season three. Uh, season...
1: That's the panty Yeah, that's the panty. Oh season. yeah,
0: yeah. I didn't. I didn't with oh, with Ruby Rose. Oh, I don't know, I forget that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I think it, this is one of its so far. It's one of its strongest seasons, and I like the way the cast are being recognised because. I don't know. I think the fact that it was being launched on Netflix, it kind of. At first, I was being a bit like, why is it on Netflix? Why is it not on real telly? You know? Yeah, But it's yeah. lovely to see, like, Laverne Cox. And Laverne Cox, she got nominated for, like, she's been nominated for a couple of the Best Actresses Awards, and I don't want to butcher a name. Yeah. Oh, right. The
1: yep.
0: actress yep. yep. plays... The yep. actress plays. Yep. Plays. Yep. plays Suzanne. Susan. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Uzo, Uzo Aduba.
0: Um, she's been nominated a couple of times. So it's nice it's nice for the to get the recognition and like I said I really enjoyed it it's proper it's one of those ones that really hooks you in you will get attached to characters you will have favourites you'll hate people more than you've ever hated you think you hated Joffrey oh. <laughs> the fucking the hatred I had for Piscatella and Humps in that last season it was strong so mm. that was my little short review of Nef- of Netflix Emma shut up of Orange is <laughs> the New Black um <laughs> Why don't you talk about one of your favourite Netflix shows in recent memory, Chris?
1: Yeah, um, anyone who's seen my <laughs> Twitter thing will know how genuinely angry and sad I was at the cancellation of uh, Sensei, which I genuinely to this day still think is one of my favourite ever shows, and I'm I'm genuinely begging that they like. Um, it, I mean, they won't make a third season at this stage, I don't think. Um, but even, do you know what? I'd, I'd be happy with, like, like a graphic novel just to wrap things up. Or if they continued it kind of Buffy-style in a comic, I'd, I would be all over Um But yeah, so Sensei, for those of you who haven't watched sense before, it's effectively about eight um, strangers from across the globe who find themselves kind of psychically and uh, emotionally linked. So, for example, a cop in Chicago finds himself linked with an Icelandic DJ living in London who finds herself linked to an, an Indian chemist who finds herself. Yeah, and it's just, it's all these brilliant kind of different characters. And the first season spends so much time kind of building up uh, these characters. So it is a bit slow going. And it is one of those things where if you watch the first three, it then starts to pick up a bit. Um, And then by the end of the first season, basically, they're all united in these goals. um, And it basically establishes that these people are, you know, they're really good at working together. They've experienced enough of each other's problems that they start to become like a squad, basically. Um, And they also start to hunt this shadowy organisation that's determined to take out their kind and hunt them. Series 2 basically ramps everything up. And because they're all together now and they all kind of know each other inside out, um it's a lot more fun and a lot more kind of everything's going on and affecting each other um and it's just a much much kind of stronger season because of it and that's why i was completely heartbroken cuz series 2 ends on this massive cliffhanger and then a few days later after the season had finished about 20 odd days netflix went sorry we're not going to be producing this anymore and it it genuinely um broke my heart, um, and that's why I'd love to see it kind of continue on in like a graphic novel, or like, I even, like I don't know, I was coming up with really outlandish things, I was like, I, I could deal with an audio drama I could deal with like, I don't know, like a little web cartoon or something ca- because you basically end up falling for each of these eight characters they're all, you basically see yourself in them you know, aspects of yourself in them, and so you basically want to protect them and look after them and make sure that they're all loved and really looked after. So that's why often you'll see them be like, they're all like your babies and your children. And I think it's fantastic that the relationships in the show, they're not, there's very few instances of relationship drama. The only kind of ongoing one is the Indian um, chemist, Carla, who's my favourite character, I love her, uh, she basically ends up falling for this uh, German safe-cracker crime lord guy, Wolfgang. Only problem is she's engaged to marry a, a really nice guy named Rajan um, and she's doing it because it's what's expected of her and everything, even though her family would be absolutely fine if she didn't like want to marry him. But she thinks it's kind of her duty and all that sort of thing, so there's a love triangle going on there but outside of that, outside of the cluster, which is what the it's referred to, it's brilliant, because you have this kind of brilliant duo of uh, Nomi, who is a trans uh, woman living in San Francisco, who's like the team's hacker. She's like a hacker extraordinaire. And she's got her girlfriend, who's played by Freema Agyeman from Doctor Who. And I made it, Freema Agyeman is one of the best things. She's like the secret weapon of the show, because she plays this dreadlocked, utterly charming kind of... Um, I, I, I don't know how to describe her, but she's brilliant. And they're basically the pair of them are like um, a Nancy Drew, do you know? <laughs> they just go around like solving crimes and being very, very cute together. And I think that was really nice. <laughs> um, and then Lito, who's the. Um, he's like a closeted actor in Mexico because there's still a big stigma around, you know, homosexuality there and everything. Um, and he's. His uh, boyfriend, Hernando. Is um, he? It is brilliant, and they end up basically getting into this—not like a weird, like a polyamorous relationship, but it's basically they end up with a mutual best friend, Danny, who's this straight woman um, who doesn't actually really enjoy having sex, but she likes to watch the. Uh, Lisa and Hernando have sex And it seems to work for them because she lives with them And it's a really supportive loving relationship So it's just like yeah okay You you do you and then there's romance and intrigue And it's, it's awesome it's basically Eight shows all at once And it's amazing And I love it so much <laughs> And I realise just how much I've word vomited then Just going and it's this, and, it's this. <laughs> and it has a great soundtrack And it's visually stunning because they do film Everything on location so yeah, I just I, I love it so much, and I'm I'm really conflicted with Netflix because I like a lot of Netflix shows, but then they, but then they did me wrong. <laughs> they done did you Recently. wrong, boy. They they did. See that might be problematic. That um, <laughs> that. um but yeah, I just I. I Yeah, I I just love it, and I wish more people would watch it, even now it's cancelled and unlikely anything's going to happen. It would be pretty awesome if more people watched it, so that at least I could talk about it (laughs) with more people. Because a few people I know who actually watch it and they really like it, which is good. Um, But yeah, it's one of those little, kind of, um, underrated gems, I guess. Yeah.
0: When you said uh, he was a closeted actor, my first thought was, why would you not want to tell anyone you were an actor?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my like, he's just like, we wanted you to be a businessman, the- Lito, not an actor. I
0: was like, <laughs> why would, why wouldn't you, like, why is he an actor in secret? Like, I had images and, like, sneaking out to go, like, do amateur dramatics. And then I was like, oh,
1: you, do you mean a bit like kind of Troy Bolton in high school musical? Yeah. Like, a,
0: don't ask me Like <laughs> I, just,
1: I love that. I just, That's awesome.
0: I don't know, I just didn't know, I didn't think when you said clothes that you meant gay. I was just like Yeah Paul yeah. Him, no. his must be really supportive of the arts.
1: <laughs> oh my god. That's a bit I I love that. That's my favourite. <laughs> um but yeah, um, I mean it is worth pointing out, this is just, it's kind of moving away from Netflix a bit, but we did um, we did, I, I, we did, run a couple of Twitter polls leading up to the episode. Because I was kind of curious about, like, amongst the big hitters and amongst the cancel shows, what were people's kind of favourites? So uh, one of the polls was basically like, which of the Netflix original kind of big ones were your favourites? And it was between Orange is the New Black, House of Cards, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and Stranger Things. Um, weirdly, Stranger Things didn't get anything, although we didn't have as many people on that well, one.
0: Well, I went to vote for Stranger Things and forgot and voted for Origins in New Black as well, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I meant to vote for Stranger Things.
1: Oh, no, you were, just like, oh yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna cheat the thing, and then you forgot.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna vote for Stranger Things. <laughs> that doesn't say Stranger yeah. Things. Yeah,
1: don't know how to do that. I mean, to be. Bit- I in fact, I have watched all of the ones on that. I'm still really behind with House of Cards, but I don't think I'll ever finish it, to be honest. Because I've got to be in a certain. Like, House of Cards for me is something that I watch late at night on my own with, like, a glass of wine. And I'm there and just pipe. like. Oh, yes, yes. Well, not like a pipe, but just sat there, just an like. <laughs> and it, and but it, well, it's not like a summer show for me, I'm like, okay, I watch this in winter it's And then there's like, yes, I guess, I guess Domination, yes. I've never
0: seen House of Cards. It's just. It's mm. not. I don't know. It just doesn't appeal to me, I guess. Like. And Kevin Spacey's a brilliant actor. It just doesn't... Mm. But...
1: There's, there's nothing in it that kind of makes you go, yeah, I need to see that.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. But what did appeal to me was Stranger Things! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that was... I, I'm so smooth at these segues. I am so fucking smooth. Um <laughs> I this oh that is a really long hair in the back of my leg what the fuck sorry i wasn't like touching my leg i was scratching my leg and i was like the fuck is that it was a big long hair anyway right <laughs> <clears throat> not so professional or smooth so
1: <laughs> keep um, keeping that in the episode
0: who who introduced i think stranger things it was twitter i was just on twitter one day and everyone was like oh my god stranger things and i was like i watch oh, the thing that everyone's watching what a cool thing. And was immediately the uh, in love with it. And, and, you know, I'm yeah. going to have to say the obvious, but it's like, it's Stephen King. It's got Stephen. It's got. It's kind of like yeah. Stephen King's bastard grandchild. Essentially.
1: It's Stephen King and Steven Spielberg, in it. Yeah. It's those two kind of mishmashed. It is. Um, um,
0: and it is the story of four plucky boys and their weird friend who want to save their friend Will from the Upside Down which for some reason I really love that it's called the Upside Down and that just became the thing yeah. that it was called it is good isn't it and I love the like, so basically yeah. um, Will what the fuck's his last name Will
1: Byers Will,
0: Will Byers Byers he's playing Dungeons and Dragons with his friends one night and then they're like they all go home on the bikes in the dark because this is the eighties, remember, there was there was no bad things in the eighties, and then he goes through the woods mm-hmm. and he hears a noise, and he goes to his little house shed, and then something takes him. But previous to that, you kind of see like a lab scene, and it's it's about, and then we get introduced to Eleven or L, who's fucking mm. awesome, and it's just about, and it's it, you you get um, Winona Ryder who was brilliant in this her kind of, like, looking for a son and, like, her kind of... The way she suspends her belief of everything that she should know as a grown-up, as an adult, to say, yes, my son is in this place. Do you know, even before there's any proof or anything or, you know, she's Mm. just like, yeah, okay. Because she's being tormented by this thing and it's genuinely quite fucking scary. At point, it just... And I, like, I watched it and then I made... Mike watched it I think or did Mike watch it anyway anyway Mike watched it and then my mum watched it in a night and for every yeah. single one of us it was a night it was like I have to know and it was another one that, but Steve's such a dickhead oh my god why did Nancy get back with <laughs> Steve I was so annoyed was so annoying.
1: I know I mean he had his little redemption thing that was kind of he, it was alright in like the last episode and everything but all, honest god all I kept seeing was um, John Ralphio from Parks and Rec <laughs> he's got like the same face and the hair and they did that little youtube thing a while ago and i'm just like i yeah he I don't called know. her um, a
0: whore she slept with him
1: yeah basically
0: and basically sex got her best mate killed that's all i'm saying it's very very
1: justice for justice
0: bob but yeah. like and then he, he called her a whore because he's an asshole. Because he didn't think I know what would solve this misunderstanding. Communication. Like a proper pet. No. no. I'll just be a fucking dickhead and Neanderthal and spray paint graffiti about... No. No, Nancy. No. Why aren't you with Jonathan? He will treat you right. Ugh. Any...
1: Ugh. To be fair, she's probably going to end up with better Jonathan.
0: better end up with Jonathan or I'm going to be oh, so annoyed. And then you have a really sweet... So sweet with... Um, l and oh what's his name is it mike, mike that's it i it see i can't remember because he's not my favorite i'm gonna tell you all about my favorite in a minute i think
1: i know, I think I know who your favorite it's is
0: Justin. my favorite. Yes. he's awesome <laughs> um that when he kisses her and he's like do you want to go to the dance with me and like we're ride it's just like i will look after you you can come live with us and then she she just she's gone yeah. And that I was so sad at that ending, but then, you know, um, it's coming out this October, and the teaser trailer of season two hooked me in immediately because they're all dressed as Ghostbusters.
1: Oh yes, and there's like the red oh. cloud and the summit in the clouds, and I'm like, oh my god, that's it amazing! So
0: it looks so good, and I just I think I might need to rewatch it because it's it's uh, it's excellent. It really is. Mm. It's brilliant. There's so much to it, and I just I en- see. All I've said is it's really good about everything. I can't really. <laughs> yeah. I, I stop being able to explain myself properly. It's um, Dustin's just by far my favourite. He is such a little cutie pie in it. He? He's but he's so like. He's like the foundation of the group. I think like Mike is like yeah. he wants to find Will, but you know he's he's getting his first crush on Eleven. And, oh, see? Lucas. Lucas Lucas is a proper sceptic. He's just like, no, Will's dead. You know, she's fucking nuts. I'm out. And he says that more than once. And Dustin's just like, stop all being assholes, you know. I I really... I thought he was just a little cutie pie. I really did. I just loved him so much. He was just awesome. Yeah. He is awesome. Dustin's Dustin's awesome. Dustin is awesome. So, I can't wait. I think that that is my favourite thing that Netflix has done. Because it's it's it speaks to me do you know what i mean it's more like yeah It's it it is like it's very it's set in the 80s but it's a proper 80s style not just like the
1: mm.
0: you know the titles and everything but the way it's focusing on the kids it's got a, like a real goonies feel about it in a sense and we all know that the best movies came out in the 80s because that's when ghostbusters came out shit I mentioned Ghostbusters twice, then. <laughs> yeah, oh, you did. How much is that in the jar? Uh, <laughs> is there, there no? There is a real eighties feel to it. I said that like eight times now. Bloody hell, I'm going get something else to say. But then yeah. there's the whole mystery about of eleven and the big the tank people, and the tank people. I didn't mean to call them the tank people. They're the scientists. I did not mean to call them the tank people because I was thinking about eleven in the deprivation tank, and my brain just went tank yeah. people weird
1: yeah. but what, what is like <laughs> the purpose people. of, uh, See, of I, sorry,
0: like what's his purpose is he just a monster what does he want <laughs> what's his motivation <gasps> so much mystery
1: yeah well that's the thing I mean I just from my experience so I basically watched the first episode and a half and then just went I didn't really get it And I didn't watch it for a genuinely about two, three months. And then suddenly I just thought, I'll give it another try, that sort of thing. And then I binge-watched it in a day, and I went, (gasps) this is what everyone's been talking about. Um, And I, yeah, I I properly love this show. And it's weird, because it's almost, it is practically a perfect TV show, because everything it sets up, it pays off. And every character, you get instantly what they're about. And even if, I mean, there was always going to be like a series two. Because it was too popular, but even if they hadn't been, it resolves kind of yeah. enough that you could be, you know, even though you'd be like, "Oh, what happened to Eleven? What's going on with Will?" They, it, it would have been kind of a satisfying enough thing that you would have been like, "Okay, it was, it was really good. It should have had a second season." Yeah. So. You know, it's funny that ending, no, he's... I, be-
0: <laughs> I was um, me and my friend holiday in Amsterdam last week and I kind of had like a bit of a cold so I was coughing like crap up in the morning and he just went are you coughing up slugs yeah. in the sink <laughs> I was like yeah I'm coughing up slugs."
1: oh <laughs> uh, see I'm, I'm desperately trying to get either my well my mum I should know the rest of my family I mean mainly my mum because she loves like 80s stuff and she loves Stephen King um so yeah I'm definitely trying to get her to like watch it but she's currently making her way through um like grim, which she loves. She loves grim. Um, she loves all kind of fantasy mm. stuff. So I'm like, listen, you will love this because it's Stephen King, it's Steven Spielberg, it's all those '80s films, and it's eight episodes. So it's fair. It's fairly mm. manageable to get through. It's not one of these where it's like, well, it, it, even to be honest, like thirteen episodes um, is it, it, you, you can sort of do it in a day. Yeah. But eight episodes is really quick. You can just literally do that like nine to five and just be like, yep. Yeah done. It's really good. Um, yeah. Oh, I love Strangers. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> to well. My I brother hasn't now. watched it yet, and I've been
0: trying to convince him to watch it, because I he would, I know he'd really enjoy it. So, yeah, Strangers, it's, it's my favourite. Yeah. I just want to do, give a quick mention to the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, because um, yes. I haven't watched the third season, and I was quite disappointed in the second season. But, I love Titus. I... The, the first season
1: pinot noir <laughs>
0: i love it when mike sent me this gif of when he was told when he went to like camp to make him straight and he goes it was a total bank fest <laughs> <That stuff>. <laughs> <laughs> I just hashtag respect my journey <laughs> I love yeah and i oh like my lillian God. as well run lillian <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know i just and obviously um Oh, see, see, you can tell I did no research for this one, or oh, my research went into the next episode. Is it Jane? Yeah, Jane.
1: Uh, is it Krakowski? She's
0: brilliant and everything, and I liked her. Yeah, but and John Ham, uh, I adore. However, I was just the second season was just a bit like lacklustre, so I haven't bothered with the third season at all. Do
1: you know? I I watched series three when it came out. I did it in like, like a couple of days. I pref- I prefer it to the other oh, really? two. Because, well, it, it's because the characters actually have proper, more well-defined arcs in it. Like, um, oh my god, what the hell is that? So there's Kimmy, Lillian, Titus, and...
0: Mrs. Fawkes! Oh my god, what is Jane...
1: Yeah. I can't remember her first it's, name for the life of me. Jesus. Jacqueline! Her name is yes. Jackie Lynn. So, Jackie Lit. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jacqueline goes on this fantastic um, journey, and it's really awesome. And Kimmy... <sighs> Kimmy is a little bit of the weaker show at the moment because Titus goes on something really cool. And there's a really nice story with him and Mikey. And the Titus Lemonade episode is possibly one of the greatest things I've ever seen. now I have to watch it. Where he does... It's the second episode, and it's just... It's Titus' full Lemonade. It is brilliant. It is a fantastic um, hour TV. Lillian gets a nice story. There's some cracking guest stars in this. So you've got... Um, Davy Diggs from Hamilton. You've got Laura Derns in for an episode. You've got um, oh my god, who the hell else is there? There's just like loads of little actors that just pop up for like an episode, and I just really like it. Um, but yeah, I I, I like Unbreakable Kimmy It didn't. It's not got as much attention on the third season as it did. Kind of like series one, it was like ah, it's from Tina Fey, who did Thirty Rock and Mean Girls. And series two, it got that, and it's kind of not been as kind of spoken about Um, but I still really like it, it's the only comedy like proper pure comedy on Netflix that I will just sit and kind of binge watch on apart from uh, (gasps) Bojack Horseman I love Bojack Horseman, isn't that a Netflix
0: original? Bojack
1: Horseman, that is a Netflix original right,
0: I also have to say this because if Mike says it all the time, about probably about two years ago now, Mike was like watch Bojack Horseman, you'll really like it and I watched an episode and said no this is the shit, and then he said about six months like, let's try watch BoJack Horseman, and then we watched like the whole thing, and then I I actually cried yeah. at the end of the last episode because yeah. it, it was the same with Rick and Morty. I was like, Rick and Morty's a load of fucking crap. What are you even watching it for? And then ended up getting proper into it because Mike's always right, apparently.
1: You know, do you know I, I I did the same thing with Rick and Morty where it was like the first episode I was like, okay, I really do not like mm-hmm. this. And then I watched the second episode, which is an Anatomy Park, and I just suddenly got it, and I'm like, "Oh, okay, now I get this." And I binge watched the two yeah. seasons in on like New Year's Eve Eve and New Year's Eve. It was technically the last thing I watched in 2016 because oh, no, <laughs> like I was like, "Yeah, I, I need to fucking finish this before what
0: the clock strikes before, midnight,
1: um, New Year's." But basically, I was like, "I'm I'm gonna try and beat time here," <laughs> and I was there, just like, "Yep, yep." Not even doing anything, I was just sat there watching it, just being like, come on, come on. I can skip the 30 seconds at the end, because that's just credits. Yeah, uh, uh, um,
0: BoJack Horseman as well, I forgot that was a ne- Netflix thing, but if you haven't seen it, it's, it's really weird, and it's really good. Um, yeah, so is. that that's Netflix.
1: yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> one thing I was going to say, just um, our second and final Netflix originals poll, it was basically about the shows that had been cancelled by Netflix, um... And that, you know, which ones did you want to see come back and everything. Um, And that was the one that uh, Tony sent the thing just saying, please vote for other stuff so that Chris doesn't just get his friends to (laughs) vote for Sense8. And I I was like, I that is only partially true. Um, But yeah, so Sense8 did win, but only about like 56%. Following that was Marco Polo, a show I watched one episode of and never watched another one of. I just didn't get it. Um, and then it was eleven percent each for Bloodline and The Get Down. Um, None of
0: which
1: I've seen. I've I've never seen Bloodline, um, which is a shame because I it's by the guys who did Damages, and I used to love never Damages. I used to, oh, it was so it was basically about two women playing by Glyn Close and Rose Byrne, who basically one was like the protege of the other, and it was all about them t- basically trying to screw each other over, and it was all about there was like. A, A a murder at the start of each, or that kind of dominated a season, and it was all about them trying to work out who the hell did it. And there was a lot of double crossing and backstabbing. Was it Glenn Close? It it was. It was an intense show.
0: I assume it's always just going to be Glenn Close because she. I love Glenn Close, but I just always assume she's playing a baddie.
1: Well, I mean, she was. Yeah, I mean, not necessarily a baddie, but kind of a very morally grey, twisted person who started off being very idealistic. So it is it is great, it is a brilliant show, sure, but yeah, never seen The Bloodline, um, and The Get Down, which I sort of knew a bit about, and I watched a bit of, but I just didn't really ever sort of get it, so it's a shame, but yeah, I, there was something like, oh, Netflix bring out like 200 different original things a year, and I just went, what? And apparently it's true, like, on top of all the thingy shows, they're always producing like films and new TV shows and all that, I was just like, that is an insane amount.
0: Okay, so that was our special. Um, I'm Emma Platt. You can find me online. Well, you can find me on Twitter. Not online. Don't go looking for me. Um, At The Crushinator, I I've been tweeting wrestling gifts all day, so follow me. I'm awesome and that's when you
1: say <laughs> <Yep>. um, <laughs> it's because you yes. dropped out a bit so I was like uh, when do I come in um, yeah so you can find me online um, <laughs> I'm like oh my god you can find me on twitter <laughs> at uh, higher underscore boy you can find northbynerdwest on twitter at northbynerdwest you can drop us an email if you want to ask us any questions or suggest something for an upcoming show at northbynerdwestpod at gmail.com we are now on um, itunes uh, we are now on Blogger, so you can listen to us there and download us there. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. So, this has been episode 4 of North by Nerdwest. Alright, thanks for listening. Bye, guys.